Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basili, joined by Michelle Ciccoloni, right here on the Dr. Pat Show. And what is that all about? I'll tell you, the Italian slow cooker, Italian food with ease and comfort of a slow cooker. Wow, Michelle is going to be taking us through some really, really cool, fun, delicious moments on the show. Uh, and I love talking about food. I especially love talking about Italian food. I don't really get the opportunity to do that very often. But let me just tell you a little bit about Michelle and her new book, The Italian Slow Cooker. You know, we're looking at combining these great flavors in the book and what she talks about Italian food and the ease and the comfort of being able to do this probably in a way you've never heard before. So we're going to be talking about what many people talk about, how to bring fresh, good food back into our lives, how to cook the most delicious foods probably we've had in a long time, and how to do it easy, 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 easy peasy, the Italian slow cooker. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us here today. You are a spokesperson, a cooking teacher. You know, you have had many appearances on television and radio, and I so love you joining us today. Oh, thank you, you, Dr. Pat. Many things you've done. You're the author of 14 cookbooks, including best-selling The Sopranos Family Cookbook, Mm -hmm. Entertaining with the Sopranos. So let's talk about what you've created here and why you've created it. Right now, there's a lot of buzz about the Mediterranean diet. That's right, Um, yes. There's not as much buzz about how long it took my grandmother to cook it. So I I want to talk to you about your message and what really prompted you to, you know, go after the slow cooker, so to speak. Yeah, well, I I was in uh, Rome and I noticed some people cooking um, a big pot of beans, very healthy beans, uh, uh, on a hearth and they were just slowly simmering very, very gently, and the beans, when I finally got a chance to taste them, I couldn't wait to try them, they were just the best beans I'd ever eaten. Each one kept its shape. They were perfectly tender. They were infused with flavor from the garlic and the rosemary that was in the pot with them, and they had just cooked long and slow all day long, and I thought to myself, wow, that's like the original slow cooker, and I'd never had a crock pot or a slow cooker before. And as soon as I got home, I, I had to get myself one because I began thinking of all the great uh, long-cooked, slow-cooked Italian dishes that would go uh, perfectly in a slow cooker without having to stand over them, stir the pot, watch them carefully. So that was the genesis of the book. And, you know, isn't it really true and important that we take a look at the, you know, for a minute, I mean, you know, I've always had a slow cooker, and then there was a period where we stopped cooking and using it. And yeah. we thought that, you know, let's get takeout, let's get this, let's get that. You know, we, you're really bringing back a, a different conversation. You're really bringing back a conversation that is about getting back to basics and doing it in a way that matches the um, generation that we live in, aren't you? I Oh, for sure. I think that uh, people today are very interested in saving money and, and finding convenient ways to eat well, to feed their family well, to eat nutritiously, but uh, all uh, at, a, at, at a money-saving, in, in a money-saving way. And the slow cooker is perfect for all of those things. You can, for example, 
um, used uh, very inexpensive cuts of meat and cooked them really long and slow in the cooker, and it, it they will cost practically you know very little for per pennies per meal, and you can have a big batch of delicious food that you can enjoy all week long, and um, it serves a crowd, and it, it, it's all healthy stuff if you don't put. Um, if you avoid using canned products and, and you know, a lot of those uh, packaged seasoning mixes that people sometimes rely on, uh, a slow cooker food can be very, very healthy. And, you know, aren't we also, though, talking about a process, and please, I, I would love for you to address this, you know, a process in a slow cooker that really optimizes the even the more, most subtle herbs. Is that true or not? I think that's very true. It really... Um, uh, enhances the flavor, and the food has a chance to absorb the flavor from the herbs, from the garlic, or whatever. The flavors really get together; they really marry well because they're, they spend so much time together in that moist atmosphere in the pot. Okay, so when you were getting ready to write the book, the Italian slow cooker, right, Michelle? Yeah. You were getting ready to write the book, right? Mm-hmm. When you're sitting down, you had this idea to write the book. Mm-hmm. Um, was there a recipe or, or a few recipes that you said, oh, this is going to be the first thing I'm going to write about? Yes, uh, for sure it was those beans that I saw in Rome, <laughs> and that was, that was absolutely the first thing that I made in my slow cooker. And then I, um, I decided to try, well, remember the Sunday gravy Grandma used to make? Oh. She would stand there for hours and simmer it and turn it, and, and oh. the, the, the aromas were intoxicating, but it was a lot of work on her part. Well, I thought, you know, if I put it in the slow cooker, I bet it'll come out just great, and it did. So I, I moved on to uh, pasta sauces, meat sauces. I did other kinds of uh, grains like farro, whole grains um, like barley. They come out great in a slow cooker. Um, those are, are just a few of the things I started. I made all kinds of soups using uh, fresh vegetables um, and um, those can, the, uh, avoiding those canned products. Uh, you can make your own broth uh, and um, make everything from scratch. So I began with things that are typically slow cooked. But okay. then You yeah. moved on, though. I did indeed. That, well, I was so encouraged by my early experiments that I moved on to things that you wouldn't think of. For example, a frittata, which is a uh, an omelet, comes out great in a slow cooker. Yeah, you know, you, I would never think of that. I would never in a million years think of that. But there's right? got to be a technique. Well, you know what it is. The slow cooker cooks so gently that the eggs never get rubbery and hard, and they don't get brown on the bottom and leathery, you know, the way they sometimes do if you don't watch them on top of the stove. So a slow cooker is great, and it takes about an hour or so to cook your omelet. But it's wonderful. You know, you come home from work, you want something nice to eat, uh, you you whip the eggs together, add some vegetables, and you put it in, in the cooker. And then you have about an hour to relax, to set the table, to freshen up, whatever you want to do. Have a glass of wine. And it's lovely. In an hour's time, you have a wonderful dinner. And, you know, most of the time, you can pull the essence of what needs to go in the slow cooker together in advance. I mean, you know, there are a lot of things that I think that, you know, in your book, um, you reference about getting back to especially some of the Italian herbs, and these things could be ready to go. So when it's time, you could simply, you know, flip the switch. Yeah. I wanted to, to ask you a question. Slow cookers, I mean, there is sort of a controversy on 
what the best kind of cooker is. We've gone through, don't buy this one, it's this, don't buy aluminum, don't do this. And I wanted to get a sense from you, um, what have you discovered in this experience? Because you must have used a wide range of these. Yes, I did. I used quite a few. One thing that I learned was that the older cookers, like from 10 years ago, which a lot of people have because they, you know, they got them as wedding gifts or something, a, a lot of those older cookers cook at a much lower temperature than the ones that are made today. And the reason is that uh, there were concerns about people putting too much stuff in the cooker and it not coming up to a safe cooking temperature uh, for the um, uh, bacterial growth. So nowadays, the newer models all cook at a higher temperature. So if you have an old cooker, you may need to adjust your um, uh, recipe uh, to the, uh, you know, to, to a more contemporary recipe, uh, the timing, that is. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, but there are a lot of different qualities, a lot of different features that these cookers have. Nowadays, um, the new ones are programmable, which is really wonderful. So you could put something in like for an hour on high and then have it switch down to uh, eight hours on low <coughs> and then have it automatically uh, go to a keep warm setting. So oh, that wow. way, yeah, so if you're detained and, you know, you're on your way home from work, you don't have to worry about the food being cold. I and love that's that. a great feature. It is. I love that because, you know, I, you, you know, I, I had an old, let's just call it an old school cooker, which really was, you know, you turn it on at, you know, one particular pace. But still, it was really, really great. I mean, what, what's your vision? Is your vision to help people get back to basics? And certainly with the Italian slow cooker, we really are talking about Mediterranean cooking here. Yes, it's definitely Mediterranean cooking. Uh, yeah, I think people are very wise to go back to basics because, uh, it worked, it's worked so well for uh, centuries. Why not continue, uh, that way? We know, uh, a lot about the, the foods that we have been eating are not so good for us as they should be. So let's get back to the way our, our grandparents cooked. And uh, it's a, it's definitely a healthier way of eating and it's much more economical than buying food that's prepared. And, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, preservatives and, and, uh, all strange foods and it's strange chemicals in it. <laughs> totally. I love the picture of you on the website with the octopus. Oh, thank you. That was a I good love that. House. That yeah. is so part of my family heritage. Uh-huh. But boy, it's tough to cook. I hope when we come back from break, you're going to give me a little insight on how to do that in the slow cooker. Michelle, I, I want to make sure everybody knows the book is fabulous, The Italian Slow Cooker. And when we come back, we'll, we'll give you information about the website, how you get a copy of the book, and how you can start to bring delicious food into your house that are healthy with minimum effort. Yeah, I'm all for it. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Think about it. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, that's what I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. On the front of the E-Cloth package, it claimed perfect cleaning with just water and chemical-free cleaning that's awesome on all hard surfaces. I was pretty skeptical but gave it a try anyway. I started on my kitchen windows, then stovetop, then stovehood, granite counters, and finally the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well we cleaned. These results were accomplished without exposing my family to unknown negatives of household chemicals 
chemical cleaners. The cleaning power comes from fiber function, not a chemical reaction. It cleans better and is healthier, money-saving, and eco-friendly. No chemicals, no paper towels, and eat cloths are reused for years. As a Dr. Pacho listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to eCloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat, D-R-P-A-T. That's eCloth.com. E-cloths are for real. See for yourself. I know you'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? you may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit stressdetective.net. Now is the time for you to create the life you want to live. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, your personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series, Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. With the eye of an artist, the heart of a poet, and the brilliance of a scientist, I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. I'll tell you what the secret didn't tell you, which myths hold you back, and what hidden talents and skills you need to thrive in these challenging times. I'll help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to get to where you really want to be, and I'm here to help you get there. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Oh, my gosh. You know, Michelle and I, you know, we're talking like what I call Italian old school, but we've got some really cool things to share with you. First off, Michelle, one of the things I'd love for you to do is first, let's give out the website because you've got cookbook ideas. You've got tips on there. You've got good eats. You've got your books. You've got just a ton of things. So let's make sure we get everybody to the uh, to the website first right off here. Well, the website is in my name, and so it's www.michellechicoloni.com. And Chicoloni uh, is spelled S-C-I-C-O-L-O-N-E. And uh, if you can't remember that, then just uh, check out the Italian slow cooker, and it'll it'll uh, pop up. Hey, I think we just lost Michelle. I think what happened was we got so fired up about talking about what we were going to talk about. Again, I want to make sure is that you go to her website, Michelle, S-C-I-C-O-L-O-N-E, uh, dot com. That'll get you there. Uh, we're going to get Michelle back. Well, we talk, 
Okay, we're talking about some of the really cool things that, you know, we could learn how to do and some of the recipes that you may not find in the book that hopefully will get on the website. Michelle, you know, this is really, really amazing. What kind, what kind of comments are you getting? Are, are your, are your readers, uh, saying, oh, Michelle, I love this, I love this. Are you now getting recipes from other people? Uh, no, I wish they would send me recipes though. I'm going to send you. Oh, I'd appreciate that. That would be great. I'd love to see what other people are cooking and, and learn from their experience. You know, there's always something new under the sun, I say. So that would be terrific. But I do get a lot of compliments from people on the book who are happy to find traditional recipes. They're happy to find healthful recipes. They're happy to find really easy, simple recipes with ingredients they can find in their local supermarket. What should we know about, um, you know, the Italian slow cooker? What should we know about technique? Um, are there, I remember when I first heard about slow cooking, you know, there was all these rules like, okay, put this herb in first, put this in second, do this third. What are some of the tips? What are some of the things you found out, especially with the Italian uh, menu? Uh, I think that there's really, it's really not very complicated. It's really a very simple and straightforward method of cooking. Uh, starting with browning, like for example, meats, uh, you can, browning the meat will give uh, some added color. Uh, it'll give a nicer appearance to your finished dish. Let's say you're making a stew. It'll give it a little bit more depth of flavor. But frankly, if you don't have the time, if you're too busy, uh, you just don't feel like doing it, you don't have to brown meats. You can put them in uh, the way they are, uh, and you'll still get a very, very good result. Um, another tip that I would say is that if you're making, let's say you're making a stew and you have a combination of vegetables and meat, then I would always start out with the, the, the vegetables. And you want to use firm vegetables in a stew because it will cook for a long time. So you put your potatoes and your root vegetables, turnips or squash, on the bottom of the pot, and then you rest the meat on top. And this way the, the meat flavors will go down into the uh, pot and and flavor the uh, vegetables and the potatoes and and vegetables will cook evenly if they're on the bottom altogether. So that's another uh, little tip. And also I would say if you're adapting a recipe, a favorite recipe to the slow cooker, start out with less liquid than you would traditionally use like in a stovetop cooking method because the slow cooker, the, the liquid doesn't evaporate. You don't have the evaporation of the steam. It's all sealed into the pot. And so uh, all of those juices stay in there and you just don't need as much uh, to cook most things. So what was it like to put together this whole entertaining with the Sopranos uh, (laughs) book? I mean, did you have a blast? Oh, did I ever. That was so fun. You know, writing a cookbook is really very solitary work. It's you in your kitchen and your, you in your computer. But uh, with The Sopranos, I, I worked with, first of all, the co-author of the book was Alan Rucker, who's a comedy writer, and working with him was just so funny. He, uh, we would, I would laugh every day, thanks to him, and uh, we would have some very hilarious conversations because he didn't know the first thing about Italian food, and so I'd have to explain to him some of the traditions and things that I grew up with. And then on several occasions, I had uh, opportunities to meet the uh, staff and to meet the creator of the show, David Chase. And these people are just so incredibly creative and um, 
uh, fun to be with. So I, I absolutely, that was one of the big highlights of my career, I must say, working on those two Sopranos cookbooks. It had to be completely a blast because, you know, for someone like you who is so expert in what you do, uh, to have sort of a, a fun way to kind of look at it must be completely, you know, refreshing. And I would imagine that you brought some of that with you in looking at, the, you know, the Italian slow cooker. I mean, I'm sure that some of that has come with you. Let me ask you, what has been your greatest surprise recipe? You know, there are a lot of things that we look at. We talked about your favorite a lot of recipes you probably thought about, yeah, let me try this, let me try that. But are there any that that came out so amazingly better than perhaps you could even, you cook them if you cooked them traditional we- uh, methods? I would have to say that was the polenta. I love polenta. and me too. And my friends do too. But, you know, when you cook a traditional way, you have to do a lot of stirring for, for oh. a good 45 minutes. All the while, it's, it's simmering and splashing your hands and you wind up with the, with the getting burnt uh, on your hands. But when you do it in the slow cooker, it is such a, it is just the easiest thing in the world. You put the water and the salt and the uh, cornmeal into the uh, pot and you turn it on and you come back in a couple of hours and you give it a stir. Check to see if it needs a little bit more liquid and if it does, you could put some more water or broth in or even milk is nice, make it extra creamy. And in, in a half hour's time, it's done. And it, it keeps for a long time. Normally, if once you've made polenta, you have to serve it right away. In, in the slow cooker, it stays nice and creamy and soft and uh, hot. So that was really just a pleasure. And I love to do that uh, when I'm having company. And I don't have a lot of time to stand there and stir it. So uh, I highly recommend making polenta in the slow cooker. And then you could flavor it with cheese or whatever else you want to put in there. Uh, and the other thing that I thought was amazing was the cheesecakes. Wow. Uh, yeah, because the slow cooker cooks so evenly and so slowly that uh, something like a cheesecake, which needs that gentle heat and it likes the steamy atmosphere inside the pot, it comes out just perfect, and the cheesecake never cracks on top, and it always looks beautiful. I want to just ask you in closing, what is, you know, your expectation for people? What do you hope our listeners and the people that buy the book, what do you hope the, that they see changed in their lives? I hope that people will learn to cook at home more, find easy, simple things that they can make at home that they're comfortable making, and uh, improve their family's health and save money by doing that. I love it. You know, we're getting new webcams in the studio. I can't wait till we get those. We're going to have to do a little Italian slow cooking. What do you think, Michelle? Oh, that would be fabulous. I'd love it. All right, everybody. Stay tuned. More of the Dr. Pat right here. And for those of you that think you're way, way, way too busy to get things done, the Italian slow cooker will help you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 